0: Well, folks, hello and welcome along to the Left Wing Back podcast. It is the Carl Horling Show once again. Apologies for the delay. We just had a bit of an issue connecting up with our Twitter account. However, we have shared the link from Facebook over to Twitter. So you can click the link there and read across the Facebook and we're live on YouTube as well. So um yeah, we have the usual suspects with us and one other. Uh first of all, John Owen and Steve Amrick. How are we doing?
1: Good, good kev. yeah. Well, that's-
0: uh, we also have Mr. Gary Bennett, who, let's be honest about it, Gary, you're no problem with me saying this. You probably wouldn't be the biggest man of set Mullins, but I'd say you're the biggest character nonetheless. How's things?
2: <laughs> Not too bad, Kevin. Thanks very much for having me. and um, I'm blessed to be among such royalty
1: here now at the moment. If you look at the screen, but Gary, I'm still taller than you, look. i <laughs> <laughs> do say I have a head
2: on Stevie there, just about a hair or two anyway.
1: <laughs> it's it's funny we
0: can hear Stevie and see Stevie, or at least we could before we start anyhow. But look, lads, I'll be very straight with this. I know feck all about what happened at the weekend, and that's just not limited to Carol Hurlin. So you're gonna have to tell me a lot of what happened. <laughs> um we had a, a nice bit of action, I believe. I was you know well, i again. Uh <laughs> A nice direction <laughs> i i won't confirm <laughs> i won't confirm or deny anything on the lads behalf i was well behaved anyway but we were in undated with pints in the time as our twitter suggested so if you'd like to talk us through the hurling lads that would be great but um we, we have got a run in order nonetheless even though we weren't there ourselves and a nice bit to go through so we're going to talk obviously senior intermediate junior we have under 20s to get through as well and just at the top of the program even though it is the hurling show um I think, Joe, you wanted to make special mention just in terms of green, So I think won a football fail at the weekend, which is a very big achievement for a club that I don't think is on out on their own for a terrible long time.
1: Yeah, well, it's just was worth mentioning, Kevin. Last week we talked about the the fail the hurling failure. and I suppose um, by the time the football season kicks around, this failure, you know, weekend will be kind of forgotten about uh, in the grander scheme of things. Maybe when we're talking or when the show goes to most football, so. Yeah, just to mention the young footballers there, the under fifteens all around the county. I happened to see a couple of the final matches there. Um who you know, that was the division that, that Grange were and so on. And uh yeah, I just thought it was noteworthy. A rogue, I think, beat Pal in the division one final and um then in the division two final, uh, Grange Grange won that as well. So it was just nice to see we were talking there, you know, about clubs you know plowing away and, and trying to keep things going and uh getting rewarded for it maybe like we mentioned kind of burn rangers in the hurling so it was just nice to see a, a club like grange because you know i suppose all of us would have kicked football against grange and numbers have always been tight over there and it's great to see that their underage is is not only coming you know coming strong again in, in terms of numbers but also you know that they're they're back to the top of things so just thought it was worth worth a mention to them but it was a great weekend of football i have to say across the county and uh well done to all the, the teams and mentors that took play, part in the NAO.
3: Great stuff. Sorry, Kevin, There, the, the thing about that Grange winning that they actually won the failure last year and qualified to go to wherever the failure was supposed to be last year. And of all the years they had to win it, was the one bloody year they couldn't go.
1: Had to win it again so, then.
3: But their form ran, ran through this year because I remember talking to David Dillon, who had gone to school in Bagnestown and his father would have been from over there, and he's living over there now, so, and he said, sure, just look, look what can we do? Sure. We, we, you know, I said it was terrible that the fact that won it last year and didn't get the chance to go, and uh, but they've backed up the farm this year and won it. Uh, yeah. It would be great if they, if they were one of the teams who drove to go to Craw Park, because I think some of the teams in the Carlow and each county are being drawn out in the four codes to play in Craw Park over the bank holiday weekend in October, so... Be would be Grant if one of the teams in Carroll to get the get the
0: nod there. Yeah. Definitely. So, in terms of the Hurling, lads, i leave it in your capital hands that you saw a lot of the action at the weekend. Where would you like to start? First man to shout wins.
1: <laughs> I don't mind. I'm easy, I've never <laughs> seen
0: you. i never seen you quite
1: the whole lot Is Oh, my God. Well, Steve, I, I, I'm, I'm actually sorry. I'm losing track of things. I'm trying to figure out... It's like where in the world with Stevie? Each week, each week we see him here, just trying to figure out where in the house it is with Stevie tonight, or is it? You know, it's de- he's definitely not the said... quarry. He's definitely not the quarry this week, anyway. I can say that. There's no the noise. there in the background, anyway. So uh, that, course, uh, yeah.
3: That's <laughs> the attic there, no, no, the attic is over that way. I'm nearly in the attic. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: i don't know kev do you want to work your way up work your way up a little bit from like we did last week or what do you want to do you're the boss yeah
0: let's you, let's do it sir i mean in terms of last week i suppose the 20s was the first thing that happened since we
1: spoke last so let's have yeah. a sort of blast off of that yeah well the two, the, we previewed the two semi-finals last week and we said there'd be two cracking games two close games and you know proved true there was i think there was uh well, Leicester Rangers prevailed over St. Mullins with, uh, with by three points. And uh, then the Nae and Bangstown game, uh, Bangstown got over, Bagonstown Gales got over uh, Nae by a point. Um, Again, I wasn't at either game, just going on reports and chatting to lads who were there. I, I, I don't know, were you with the St. Mullins game writing, Gary?
2: No, oh, I, I actually missed that one myself. But like, from talking to, to lads in the club and players, I suppose, that were at it and even lads that were playing, it was a game that was there for the take and I think for for St. Mullins Um, you know, I think there was a point in it at the first water break in the first half and then at half time as well, so it was nip and tuck and look Rangers were, were down, I think, here on and Dean Tobin, which would be, you know, considerable losses for them. Um so look, it it probably was an opportunity for our lads to to get the win there and look I suppose it's it's been a while now since we were we we were quite at the top table there under twenties. Probably it was our own age group. The last time we were we were challenging hard there, and um, and that would have been a big result had we had we got to the win there. But you look at our team too. There's there's plenty of good young lads there, and you know they're they're getting that senior experience now this year as well. The likes of Conor Keogh, uh, John Doyle, and Connolly, you know, is really showing well too. So. Look, from talking to the lads, they were disappointed, you know. They felt it was one that kind of got away from them a small bit. Um, But look, they're kind of the games that you learn from too. And you bring that on with you then, whether you're going to be under 20 again next year or you're going senior or you're playing senior and Mm -hmm. you have the opportunity to to rectify it. So look, they have to look at the bigger picture, I suppose, too. But a little bit disappointed, I think, from overall um, the kind of feedback on it, yeah
1: yeah yeah i i and i kind of heard heard that kind of too that they were there they're about i followed on twitter as I was I just they were, they, they, I was, we were at training ourselves and following the the two <clears throat> the two matches and they were nip and talk jesus that sounded like two great games and um, and it's great to see like it's great to hear that and we probably had the same as well like while he had lads and you're playing alongside him even in your full backline you, you know you mentioned um that they took a lot out oh, of the under-20. You know, sometimes lads would look at the under-20 grade and it might be a headache, you know, if it was being played alongside the senior. I know it's a lot of matches for lads, but I, I think the under-20 competition this year was massive positive for lads, you know what I mean? Um, The other game, the other semi-final um, was even closer. Like we said, it came down to a book of a ball. Um, I think Keelan Guider was probably one of the starmen, I think, for back, for back on Gales, I think he picked off six points. And Jake Dyle and Richie Whelan inside in the full forward line, like they're potentially, a, you know, nearly a senior full forward they would have probably played together in the senior full forward line as well. Um, and they just got over the line against Navon. I think nevon lost Dean Sly and I think we might talk about that later on. I think Owen Hosey might pick up an injury in that game as well and, and that kind of put him out of the, the, the Sam Owens game later on. But Dean Sly, I think, went off early enough. He would have been a big, big loss for their under 20s. Um, But I think that uh, in, in the reverse picture, Navon, got over Baggeston Gales by a pint, so it shows the kind of quality that it wasn't just a flash in the pan that the, the teams were really evenly balanced. Um I I just think it was a smashing grade this year. I know we will talk about the final but I just think Stephen you were probably involved with the, the breed under twenties are you? You still are you 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 have a game or two more to play to Yeah
3: we lost to Caraton by a point at our night. Uh no it ended up the three teams ended up level on pints so there's a cartoon have gone straight to the final hours the road hat and uh Born Ranger playing out a breed tomorrow night. Um we're down to four minutes after five minutes and look like we're going to get our arses handed back to us. The best in under nineteen team there's no one under twenty on it, I don't think. Uh the only one under twenty. He's walking away and have a couple of lads injured long term uh, at that age under nineteen and uh we're three points up a a minute ago and they got a goal in the pint in the last minute. So um yeah like they're have another game as I said, tomorrow night if they win that they're playing Carrot home the final the following week. So uh you can't beat games. There's plenty of games coming, so if you're a hurler now, you have no excuse. Like I even see John Nolan's name in the in the is there and the is there for coming on for ball and killing this week and in intermediate as well. So
1: Yeah, things are bad. But uh, <laughs> uh
3: get get back to the real news here. The, the uh, yeah, I think Justin you mentioned the carrot
1: home before we preview the final, I suppose for a minute, but the carol town win was a, was a big win for them i know it's your expense but the, it, they also won a minor it is, they beat us really beat us last night in the minor competition as well so that's a good sign you know we talked before about maybe we spent a bit of time talking about the fall off there in carol town maybe at that age you know kind of that 17 to 28 group so if you're stringing results good results like that you know apart from the obvious quality there but i mean you know it gives it just gives the whole thing a lift which is great to see but the final itself is going to be a cracking game i think that's on tomorrow night uh wednesday night um that'll be a cracking game i think in early in their league did the, the drew the drew in their league section i think um you mentioned there i suppose uh you know kieran Cavan and dean toven potentially you know if you add, add them to that that monster rangers team you know they would give them a, a a big boost but i mean they're a fine team there. Uh, probably you know patrick there's their kind of senior. They're senior man if you get on it. But um, you know, there's young and Chap is quite good and Christy Keeley's son as well, Evan and that, like, and they're a very useful team. I think they play they play a lovely style of hurling. Um they play a lovely style of hurling. Dunham Murphy obviously I think he got three or four points in play in the semi final as well. And obviously he's a top top free taker as well. So they're have a nice little bit of balance to him. Um Town Gales, I suppose, are backbone by their seniors. Um they have, um, you know, Darren Nolan, they have Niall Bulger down the middle, you have Jack McCullough, you have Jake Doyle, Richie Whelan, um, Keelan Guider, you know, Jason Wall, these lads like that. So they might have a little bit more of, of senior experience and, and maybe senior senior games under their belt. Um, but it'd be very close to call. I mean, jeez, you wouldn't be surprised if this one goes to extra time. Um, and I think for anyone who's a neutral and looking for something to do on a Wednesday night, it'd be a cracking game to get down to. Um I won't call it a, I call it a draw. I'll but sit in the fence here and get splinters again. So um but it'll be a cracking game. I think it'll be one of, it, it has been one of the best championships um of the year so far in terms of, you know, every team really been within a poke of a ball of any other team um across yeah. both, both groups. Probably
2: I mean, if it, if it's anything like I just remember touring, I think lockdown it was last year, the the minor final between Rangers and, and Wagnerstown was a cracker. So mm. it's anything yeah. like that and there's probably a lot of I suppose the same players on show so it probably will be tight but i do have a nice kind of spread across that team of lads that maybe would have heard under twenty with the county or, you know, have that bit of senior or experience. And sometimes just from at that age but from a physicality point of view yeah. that that can stand you in good stead too. Um but look at it it, it be a tight game. I, there's no no two ways about that. It's a Yeah.
0: looking forward to an absolute cracker in that one um so moving on to the junior grade then lads uh still no sign of stevie he's obviously very much committed to the podcast and doesn't want to get the timber out now joe he tells me he's waiting on you to fix the hurdle for him so i think you might have to take a bit of responsibility in this somewhere
1: Yeah, no comment on that i think uh (laughs) fix the hurdle is right um yeah, I know. I think we'll see him. We might see him yet. So I think. Uh, are, are you finished up, Breed? Finished? Are you? You're uh finished up, Have You finished your junior games? Again, the, the defeat. And I think St. Mullins bet you. Yeah, one, one,
3: yeah, one win, know four. So we're, we're we're gone. It's looking like you'll have to wait till next year. No, you'll have the whole fixed and then, will you?
1: Nah, you wouldn't know, that. <laughs> he's back <laughs> to the day
3: a job now. He hasn't time
1: I'm, yeah. still, I'm still waiting for that, that check to clear, you see, lad, you know. As John, Johnny Logan said, what's it? It's 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 it, it year. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's I said, there's
3: um, third, third year Woodwork students going to learn a lot about uh, how, to, how to abandon a hurl, you no know, on Christmas. Say, yeah. That's a fact, lad. Jay labour. <laughs> Jay labour, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I, I was looking, I was just looking at the groups, Kevin, there today, and lads, um yeah, just mm-hmm. I think one group is finished up, um, and I think it's uh, I think Burn Rangers, um, a over and they breed. I think is that right on your side, Kev, or uh, Stevie? You, you, that that side is definitely all finished yeah, up. I think Burn Rangers come oh, out with. No, so
3: no, there's round left this weekend. No, Burn Rangers are in the other side, but um. Oh, that's
1: not your group. Yeah, Magnestone, sorry.
3: Yeah. No, there's two games this weekend. I think.
1: That's in uh, that's, uh, that's in Island the other
3: side, there's a Pal in yeah. and Magnuson and uh Tolo and Sam mullins So it's it'll be I'd say it'll be Sam mullins and definitely Magnuson, I'd say Sam mullins as well. Um, yeah, I think I think in the other side then it was
1: Montre Rangers Reborn, and Burn Rangers.
3: Burn Rangers and Rangers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, but I think uh and, uh, and Burn Rangers at 10 or losing them I think there for a
1: sec Go on, Joe. Yeah, no, sorry
3: Stephen. No, oh, I you I didn't know you'd last there. Work away. Um, uh, like I said, I'm the other night, Tom Dale was, was uh full forward and, and wasn't getting the ball on his Sean. he out, scored one six from centre forward. Um, you know, he bit of experience in the right place at the right time and uh, some some right good hurdlers on it now. It was uh, uh you know, you would know the lads they're a bit of training and it's uh, more than probably we had you no know, probably had five six seven lads may be training off that team so um, I suppose what helps still what say burn Rangers after getting to the final last year
2: what's probably helping the same ones as I suppose at the moment is that they're all more or less training together now uh, the juniors because obviously we, we don't have an intermediate team this year so that wasn't I suppose the, ri- the original plan but just the way things worked out so look they it's probably working well for them they're all trained there together and you know there's a good a very good blend there of experience with tom and stuff you know he's he's very good like he was on the scene i suppose when a few of us came senior and he's a very good man to to have around you and have around the team you know from just a few cute tips here and there and just encouragement like there's never a bad word come out of his mouth like um you know he's very encouraging and there's a lot of young lads there and Look at the way things are now. I think that's that's kind of what you have to do with young lads. There's no point in going the other way. Um, and you need to, to be able to read the people around you too. And, you know, some lads might, might do better with a bit, effing them blind maybe, or whatever else. But there's other lads there then that need the arm around them. And, look, I think Tom, Tom is a kind of father-like figure in that sense for, for any young lads coming through. But they do. They have a nice balance. Like Michael Drill in there. He could probably he wouldn't be you know, he wouldn't be able to play us at senior level. Declan Murphy is as fit as a fiddle. He he definitely wouldn't be able to play us at senior level still. Um, you know, and these are lads that have wealth of experience, like and you know, for some of the younger lads up and coming, to be playing and training with them lads is great, like so hopefully they will will stand
1: us in good stead going forward, yeah. Yeah. And see there just on the Vernon Rangers game, um Young Dylan Townsend, I think, scored one ten in their game against Michelin. It's cracking cracking feet for him. I think he was up out just up by minor last year. So it shows we spoke about Burr Rangers kind of getting stronger year on year in that grade, um, coming up with players like from their underage setup, you know, that are they're quite competitive. Um, I think actually uh they beat in minor there uh, last week the week four. Um so they're 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 constantly getting players up now into that junior grade, you know what I mean? So they're they're filling their panel as well, which is great for them. Um, and you know, I'd say a lot of their younger players are are going to really lift it uh, there this year for them. But I think um, I think they they're they're true on that side, as far as I know, in second place. And Munster Rangers top the group. Um, I think on, on that side. And then I think uh, probably looking like Bagnestown on, on your side, Stevie. Is it town And then maybe it, it could be there. Is it one, one of two? Then really, it's either. uh yeah, it's St. A, or Powell, it? Sam or Bullen. Palace. Sam Mullins. are
3: playing. I think they're playing Tolo. I'm yeah. not sure now the fixture, but I think it's Tullamore. Yeah, yeah. I Reckon total haven't won a game yet. I, I look at Sam Mullins, as, as Gary said, very strong spine. Uh, like I think Michael Dream scored two, two or two three maybe. Um, chap centre back there, uh, James Kelly was it? He was decent. Yeah, left two another lad midfield. I can't up. remember all the names, but no, they were a, a very decent spine on it. No, uh, if the, if the Bourne Rangers second and Bankers one or first, that'll be a cracking semi final anyway. In, in you know, in one of the semi-finals
1: uh, That'll be a repeat Last year's semi-final Yeah, I think back, I think Bagans Downed five points After three games One, two draw, Drew one Last none So you, You'd be thinking That they Probably They might top But you wouldn't know Like you said You just don't know But uh, it'll be a good game It'll be good to see Like there's nine teams there You know And the no, ball I, don't know. I think the ball, played, the ball Played All their games You know I think all the games Have been fulfilled Which is a great sign too So yeah. that would be interesting To see how things top up You know This weekend See who goes, see who goes through from the far side. You'd be hoping as well, maybe, that this year. I know we talked about it here that maybe two, maybe two teams might go up. Do you know what I mean? Up into intermediate might be good if, if, if possible. I know some of the first teams could, uh, you know, or sorry, some of the, you know, if Leinster Rangers wanted, obviously they have a team up intermediate already, but it might be, you know, be nice for, for some of the other teams to step it up because you do notice that, you do notice to step up in hurling. Even with our lads this year, even though well, we got a couple of beatings at intermediate, um. The hurling is better do you know what i mean the quality hurling is better and ultimately it it, it brings lads up so you know it might be something for the county board to, to tease up rather than just bringing up one you know
0: yeah definitely something we're looking at um so intermediate then lads talk us through that one and what we have to expect this weekend. i think you're at a game of peace right? yeah.
3: yeah we played um Town on sunday evening at, um First quarter of an hour was nothing in it up to the water break, and it was three points. I think it was three points all. Uh, we wouldn't have been too happy in the line, no. And wasn't that it was three points all? That wasn't the problem. It was just things were going on. Were, if there was bad decisions we made, we were making them all. Uh, if there was two decisions, a right way and a wrong way, I not thing. We, we were doing the, we were doing the wrong one, unfortunately. But then, we got a goal then shortly after the water break, and uh, kind of pulled away then bit by bit. Um, so look, we we. We have uh, Michael and I have all next Saturday at six o'clock in the Super. Bowl. That's our only home game. So I don't know how way that works. I, obviously, Michael have beaten Rangers. And we have to have to win to have any hope of getting top. But I haven't a clue, regard, score difference, what way it is. But look, realistically, if you're going to win it out, you're going to have to win your next three weekends. You're, you're going to have semi final the following weekend and the final the following weekend. So, uh, right, it's good to be coming in. and uh, on winning matches, but um, like this one is going to tell us big time where we are because I've seen Michel playing Rangers a couple of weeks ago and uh, i just seen the Michel team there. There are a few more back on it off the junior team there James Bean, Gavin Roshitsko. They would have been on it last year on the intermediate team. So I'd say they'll have a stronger panel going forward with Nevon, but we'd have gone out with a junior. Uh, I, I, you know, the no sub today below and Boris are in Michel, sorry, against. One Hester rangers which won't didn't bring on either and it's a uh, you're going to need 20 to win any game no knockout game you're if you're able to win without less than 20 players fair play to you but um look we're going they have on saturday even at six o'clock and we'll we'll see where we are after that
1: the other side joe yeah we we heard we heard uh um palin hurled uh there um on sunday so it was kind of uh four o'clock on sunday and look, there was only only one winner, um, I suppose, look, we, we would have liked to have stepped up. This, uh, we've trashed over this ground already, but I suppose stepping up is one thing, but stepping up maybe with a fuller hand might you suit with us more this year. But look, anyway, we we, we, we gathered together the lads, and um, they, I suppose um, Stephen made a good point there. I suppose Navon, um coming into the match, I think they'd only... They had only one. I think they would only played one game up to that, Stevie. If I'm thinking right, they they only played the, the Molester Rangers game. That was their first game. So our, our game was the second game, and um, they had a good panel out. Obviously, I suppose with their juniors being knocked out, uh, or knocked out, I think on a Friday night, they kind the of had to pick at them as well. Um, so look, I suppose we were always under pressure. Um, the game started off even enough. Um, you know, we, you know, we kind of kept things tight at the start. But in fairness to them a uh, bit of clash showed off like you know you a kind of a you know you've two wing forwards there Kevin Foley on one side Martin Clowry on the other you know um in a in full forward Killian Cape started in corner forward you know they're four you know four lads who are senior hurlers probably you know in, in a lot of clubs could even be senior hurlers this year yet you wouldn't know for for name an and um they started to pull the strings like no matter what we did we were kind of you know under a bit of pressure um. Um. Shane Harman as well. He did. You know. He was quite busy in the corner as well. Um. But I suppose what didn't help us, we poked. I, I. think. I, I think we poked. I think sixteen or seventeen weights over the hour, and I suppose it killed us. Like you know. Um. I, I think we, we we scored one six, but like I mean, you you put half of them on the board, and it's one fourteen, one fifteen, which probably would be a true reflection of of what we were at. But um, look, the best team won. Um, they led. They led kind of from start to finish. Um, I suppose we had a lot of good performers. Like uh, some of our Sean Minchin was excellent in goal. Um, made a bit of made a return there. He heard, would have heard some of the junior last year. Stood in on Sunday and he he pulled off a few brilliant saves for us. Um, Tommy Cox, uh, Sean, you know, Sean, he's as good as ever. He was he had a great battle in the corner, um, as well blocked and hooped and everything. Um, you know, Niall Murphy, you know, Eric English out in midfield just after coming up uh, from uh, from minor level last year uh you know, re- really kind of grew into the game. Um some other excellent forms, Smart Dermody as well, you know, another young lad stepping up for us. So we were very happy with the with the game. But I suppose look, it was a, a kind of going through the motions for everyone. really, like, you know, um even when they emptied their bench, their bench was was very strong. And um I think they're 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 not far off the team I'd say they were last year in terms of uh, you know in, in terms of I know they might have lost one or two up to the senior, but they're were, they were very, very strong and um, played a lovely, lovely style of hurdle in fairness to them um and i suppose uh you know it'll take it it you know it'll they're a very physical team you know as you expect from a lot of the name teams but they're very physical well out to hurl and so yeah go like you know it was definitely the next level up um you know the next kind of a level up probably too far for our lads. but just kind of getting back to your the point there about numbers you know we talked last week about st Mullins and the intermediate and fielding three teams and you know how, how good or is a club do for so many years and you know myself are doing it and among the Rangers this year but it just shows you how fickle things are we played we played Michel uh on sunday which was a year to the day we won the junior last year and i looked at the, the photograph and i the there whatever 23 or four lads that were available to not even 23 i think it was 21 or two that night that were available there was 12 of them not available to us this week either that have gone up to play senior or Injured or just not around, but we had six other fresh players. If you get me in to play, so it just showed you the turnaround that clubs can have from any one year to the other, and how hard it can be sometimes in rural areas to to keep lads, you know, for various reasons, for for just for life, as to say. But just kind of it kind of put put kind of that that kind of chat into my mind when I was looking at the picture and seeing seeing the different faces, you
0: know. You are the freshest out of six. <laughs>
1: I was. Well, uh, in fairness, now, when I came in, lads, in fairness, I you know, I, meant, I made a big difference. I mean, a full forward. There was, a, there was an 11-point swing, you know, when I came on. Uh, in fairness, now, it was for my shield, but Like <laughs> I made a difference. In, fer- in, fer- in fairness, I have to say, I had a great chat with Philip Smithers, who was full-back. We had a great chat about starting back uh, for the year and who was who was not on the staffs and who was back and, and having to chat about the school life because... Uh, that was about all I was in there really to do now, a bit. so. But anyway, sure. Look, that's the that's the chase, which you have to once you enlist your mess soldier, you know. Many touches of balls you get, Joe. Well, I got a few before the game, anyway, Gary. <laughs> <you> know, <yeah. laughs> and I and I, get, and I gathered up the balls after the game, probably from maybe fifteen or sixteen minutes. I I, I I I don't know whether I touched. I don't know whether I even touched a player or a ball or anything. That's for sure. Anyway, you build your pockets a bit, man. Yeah, like... That's it, lad. Yeah, no. but it was, a bit, it was a bit of crack, like in fairness, like look, sure, like. We were down to kind of bare bones we'd only 17 including themselves talked out um and Sherlock, look a couple of lads got injured like nothing too serious thankfully but sure you just stand in and that's it but look it was, yeah that, that, that's the jayser
0: that's it well listen, fair play for doing it but will you be talking again now saturday at six you're playing the rangers aren't
1: you uh not been smart lad, but like if if we're, you know if you have to you have to sort of thing you know it's ourself, sure, so. i understand we, we, i tell you we, you know i've been, been very straight like i suppose we want to try field. You know, it's just been a bad year in terms of, you know, just with just with 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 numbers in the club, just for a multitude of reasons. And uh, you know, I think no matter what you do, we talk to lads on Sunday. No matter what you do, like this is this year, like last year, we were we were in a completely different space in terms of, you know, where we were after winning the junior final, preparing for a senior final. A lot can change in a year, but the whole thing is that you you keep doing the right thing for the club, and maybe the easy thing to do, you know. Even last Sunday or even this Sunday, it could be sad, You know what? Well, we're not in it anymore. So look, we won't bother playing the game. We won't turn up or whatever. But that's been disrespectful to not only our opposition, but being disrespectful to your to your own club and and what it represents. So, whatever you have to do to field, I think you try your best. Your, you try your living best to do it. You know if you can. And uh, I think we we will on we will on on Sunday, or sorry at the weekend. But then look, we're going to be under pressure. But look, you know what do you do? You just you just you just get on with it say. Uh, Say yeah. Ronaldo de- returning for United, actually, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I, I'm, well, ca- I'm carrying about
0: 27 stone. Huh? Yeah. Wait till you see this now. Wait till you see this. I'm going to vlog off Stevie for a second there, but uh, there's a message coming in from Balakil, the numbers are tight, all right. Joe turned into Joe Canning. Oh, we've yep. another one in there from the great... Gary and Wales. Wales. The great Joe Nolan <laughs> is back, Ireland. So it was definitely yeah. it was definitely talk of the weekend. Listen, come here. Don't mind returning, um, I met... Take that joke off the screen, I'll give me a second. Uh the so mind return of uh what do you call it, Mr. Mouse Kavanaugh. it was all about the Joe show there, do week, and anyway the sounds of things, but I know no, Listen, no, I so. in, all, in, in all seriousness, right? Um the mouse is back. Yeah. Uh I think back, I really played back the interview when we did with me last week. Oh Jesus, I don't know if you're right there now for last week. Uh, <laughs> or for next week, he says. I oh, what to score? One-six, was it? And one-two from play. So um, I don't know how. Weak that knee was there now. Uh, <laughs> tongue and cheek, but I tell you one thing: if it's weak and he, he does that, um, it doesn't bode well for a future opposition. Gary, what was the story, man? Tell us about this. You played in it. Uh, it was always going to be a, a close enough game, like because we've about the improvements that they've have made, and you know, obviously, he made big improvements in the second half against Rangers. I thought, like, I thought you were very good in the second half. I thought you were terrible in the first half, and you're not at yourselves, yeah. like. But you put in a very encouraging performance and do you feel maybe you carried that through into the game and how big a battle was it like?
2: Yeah, look, to to be honest with you, Kevin, we, we probably had no choice but to, to carry it in because for us it was almost like a quarter final against Michael um, to agree. Like you, you want to be able to control the controllables as they say, and you know, that game we we had to control that and, and get the win really. We didn't want to be relying on other results and looking into this week, wondering what way will to go. Um but look, we from the Rangers game, I suppose the, the first quarter in particular is where the damage was really done. Um and we kinda made sure or we were kinda saying to ourselves anyway that look we were encouraged with our second half performance, like you know. Um and we knew that we had to come out and, and start quick. Um, because look I suppose in the games the two games before um, you know the Bagnastown and Killen one we, we started well enough in both of those games too um, so we look we know, we knew we kind of had it in us to, to get that quick start and we did I think the first the first water break I think was one, we had 1-8 scored you know um, and we, we kind of found our feet but look I think Meisler are probably a different team too than what they would traditionally be known as and Look, they always had the potential in terms of they're probably they're obviously still a big physical side. Like there's there's no no change in that. But in terms of their their hurling and their pace, like they have plenty of that as well. And they always did too, but they probably played that more traditional style of game. Whereas they're they're maybe changing it up now um, and and using that that pace and whatnot that they have. Um, but look, I suppose for us we were we were happy with. Michel obviously came back into the game very strongly in, in the second half um, and probably in the first half, look, we had goal chances, we, we didn't take them, Brian Tracy made a great save um, in the first half, to be fair, it was point blank um, and probably you know, in fairness, Michel had a couple of goal chances too that they could have finished off, so look, we're, we're aware of all that um, but we kind of said to ourselves, look it was just about getting the result and getting the win um, it didn't matter how, how we were going to do it and Look, we, I suppose we had that kind of feeling that maybe people were writing us off a small bit, but the way we were looking at it too is that, look, one win or two wins will put you in the same position as four wins. We could have won all four games and we're still going to be in a semi final. Um, and that's where we want to be. And look, we we have Dubai now for this weekend, and we have two weeks now to, to just prepare and, and get ourselves right. And we'll be focusing on ourselves and we won't be worrying. Uh. Too much, I suppose. about anyone else, we we need to get our, ourselves in order, and and I think once we do that, we will give ourselves a chance, you know.
0: Did um did what do you call it the first half against Rangers? Did that help you figure a lot of things out in terms of the balance of the side? Because again, I've been relatively informed. We all know I wasn't there the weekend, but mm. Nick Welsh was centre back, Hardy was in the middle, and James was our centre forward. So yeah. did that help you? And the manager maybe to figure that out and how important is that going to be possibly and potentially in turning the season around because now look you have the win under the belt you have you had a half a good half under your belt we you say again Rangers. you have a good yeah. win under your belt now and a hard fought one against Michael. you have a weekend off for a cover so all of a sudden like things aren't looking so bad you get a look at the lads this weekend and obviously we don't know what way it's going to match up just yet like but it's not a bad little position to be in now in fairness
2: no and look as i said the goal we had at the start of the championship and you know, was just to get to the semi final. Um whether we won one game or we won all four, it didn't matter. Once we got into a semi final, that was all that, that mattered. Um, in terms of what you're saying, look, I suppose a a lot of people would have had opinions on what who should have been playing where and, and that, like outside of the team I suppose and you know, um the three lads that you that you mentioned, Paddy, Mick and, and James, like realistically you could play them anywhere, um, they're that natural, but look, I think, you know, there's no harm in, in trying new things too and, and see how it works out, Um, you know, it worked obviously at the, the weekend fairly well for us um, and we were happy enough with it, but you know, people said, you know, should James be pushed forward into, into centre forward, but like, people saw what he was doing too with the, the county at the time at centre back and he was phenomenal really. Um, and he's just that kind of hurler that you can put anywhere. It's great to have the option, really. That you have probably have three lads there, all could play centre-back. You know, Paddy was best centre-back in the county before he, he went away, without a doubt. Like, um, you know, Mick got a hurler of the year on our run to Leinster for, for the club. And, you know, he's a powerhouse there. And for me, he's the most, probably the most, if not the most, under eight hurler in the county. He's phenomenal for us um so look we're we're not too worried kevin i suppose as to what other people think and you know the analysis that's done but we we'll we'll find what suits us best and and we'll go with that but look you you need to probably try a couple of things here and there too um and see how they fare out and if they work they work and if they don't they don't and you you live and learn i suppose and and that's just it you know
0: we have a couple of things just to mention about that. One is actually a comment, uh, so I can't relate to this. Again, I wasn't there, mm. but this will probably make sense to. You. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, uh, it was made a appearance of Paul. He, he took off there in the second half, and he, Paul is is very deceptive. Like I think mm. lads don't realize how, how quick he is. Jeez, um, he took off with a ball there from around the twenty-one and. He put the afterburners on. I think he, he could have made it up to the Michael forty five, I'd say. I think he Not made
1: three again. Yeah. yeah. I think he yeah. yeah. He's very quick. I think I think I think he's yeah, and I think in fairness though you probably say Gar I'd say even in the last year with lockdown and everything, he's probably even got quicker, if you know what I mean. Like he was yeah. always you know, he's really he's really, really quick. And in
2: fairness, like even like Paul, like I don't obviously know him fairly well, we be good friends with him, but is unbelievable to to mind himself too off the field like he's role model for it really, and he he nearly make you feel bad. You'd be there eating a few biscuits, and he'd be taking care of himself. <laughs> I, I, I do
1: hear, I do hear. It doesn't bother you too much, does <laughs> it?
2: doesn't,
1: it doesn't faze me uh, too, too much. now. I just. I say, you don't, look
3: see,
1: look too, say you don't look too hard at him. What is that? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I'm happy with my couple of jammy Dodgers
2: now, but he's a. Uh, He's more into the rice cakes and whatnot, but look, uh, Paul Paul's phenomenal. Or, and,
0: is that a cocktail, know. is it? What? Is that a cocktail? It's Jamie Dodger, is it? <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, I'm, I'm off all those. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Well, listen, it. it's, uh, yeah. it's one, one little segue. It was actually the other point I was going to make. I think we mentioned it briefly there a few weeks back on the pod, was the shape the pod is in. And... I'd argue that he's probably in better shape now and he's more mobile than maybe what he was at centre back when he was doing all the hurling. Like he's he's getting around the field like and I um I think it's great credit to him. I don't know if that's something you'd notice yourself, like.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I think even when he came back last year during the, the summer, like uh, from talking to him, you know, he was working hard when he when he was over actually in Dubai and they were locked down as well and he was just I suppose home workouts or whatever, but I remember the first day he came on, it actually could have been the semi-final against Battling Killam, possibly, or the maybe the last group game. Um, and he looked phenomenally trim. Like He was as, as trim as I, I'd seen him since, I suppose, he was hurling. Um, but look, Paul he's one of these lads as well. He, he's been around a while now at this stage. And, you know, he's been around, I suppose, since he can probably remember as well. He's been on the senior scene for a long time. Um and what he's still only thirty or so, um, but he, he body's a great lad too to mind himself in fairness, and it's only it was only a matter of him getting the body the the body back right again, and just used to the that kind of training again, and you know getting more matches into him, and look, it's all the hurling in the world, like there's no question about that. But um, he's a real leader as well there for us in fairness, and um, you know anyone that's
0: heard the he'd tell you the, the abilities that he has I don't believe definitely Lance. we're going to talk a bit more about my in the preview mm-hmm. we can kind of double it up there you know just uh, we're conscious of time because this show has led to the Titanic there the last few weeks and and as i said on a previous podcast Titanic is a good old film but i don't know if Lance have three hours or time. To maybe he's driving three-hour journeys although i had it at the weekend actually but anyway it's a different story uh to be going out listening to it tomorrow is what i'm trying to say um mm-hmm. So let's move on to the second game. Now, we sat here on this podcast last week and we barely even mentioned one Rangers and Ballin' Killian because we Ballon Killian in the grave. And in fairness... Well, we you, had, to, you, you
1: had
0: anyway, Kev. Just, <laughs> I don't know. I think I might remember the ballon person tipping Rangers. But yeah, yeah. anyway, uh, we didn't talk too much about it, lads. It was a formality, in fairness, in our eyes, and we got that one horribly wrong because I think... Was it going into the last quarter, Joe? Or Ballon Killian? the had going into the last quarter even. Oh, we were ahead
1: with I think ten minutes to go. Yeah, even yeah, yeah. even even so, into the last quarter. Yeah.
0: So what changed? Like what first? Pers- like what did actually change in the space of a week? I suppose what I seeing the ball poked. You'd say attitude, but tactically yeah. what changed then? And and what was the well fundamentalist that gave them the platform to perform better? Well,
1: uh, yeah. Well, look, I suppose we with a couple of changes as well. Like me, was back on the edge of the square. So you're up. Uh, Sean Murphy was obviously at the start as well. So there's two big. You no know, big fill-ups that we had now we were down we were minus a couple of other lads as well But uh we re really jigged things Dave went back center back dion was kind of wing back uh mihal was back full back you know sean murphy up in the forwards jack tracy was more excuse me more advanced Um we probably use craig a little bit more as well in terms of a tactic as well in terms of but but ultimately um every player just picking those names as, as i talk here ultimately I think you mentioned it in one word there was their attitude, um, and I think that was kind of from the get go. And um, a big fill up, obviously getting that the goal just after you know whatever ten or fifteen seconds into the game, and um, you know a good ball across and Craig took it, and and I think it was good, you know, a big a big one for Craig as well. You know, he took it and and, and drove um, maybe did like did maybe what he didn't do against against or that we talked about against Wigan's You know, maybe hesitated a little bit, and when he saw the when you saw it this time you went for a juggler and it was a brilliant finish and there was no saving it and that gave us a massive a massive boost at the start you know you're goal up and but i suppose then it's the next few balls that that really matter and um you know i i thought we, we, we were we were a lot more compact we didn't give um the mountain lister rangers forwards the space that maybe we afforded and um, some of the other team uh, you know maybe the other teams that our lines were a, a lot tighter that say our half back line especially maybe sat back a little bit more and you know, where about saying to you know to a team, especially I suppose going and going on last year's final. If you look at it like Mount Leinster Rangers blitzes, I think for two six in the first quarter, like you know, um, and the game was over. And I think the boys were very determined in you know in this game, not to let that happen. To be no matter what happened, to, to you know to to not let them in for goals, and and having that kind of compact shape. Uh, you know, you're you're always at less risk, and and I thought our, our defending in that compact shape was excellent because we didn't give, but well, we gave away scoreable freeze. and I know Dennis Murphy maybe didn't have, and Chris on the freeze, and even Dermot for another one didn't have the best of days in them, but you know we didn't give them a lot of gimmies too, which was which was great, um at that time despite the pressure, um but that was a big thing, um but our work rate as well, um and our aggression, I think that was a big word that the lads brought in, you know that kind of aggression as well, um. I suppose I haven't having having a couple of lads back and I suppose and I don't like mentioning particular players because it's obviously like Gary said before, it's kind of a twenty man game now. But um, you know, have Sean, Sean was a big fill up up front, you know, because you know, he's a big, strong, powerful kind of direct runner and uh, Gary knows as a as a back I'm sure from hurla like hurling like not every ball is going to be a perfect ball and if you have if you have forwards up there that you can when you're under pressure that you can you know just let one up to them and and you know that it's going to stick and give you a little bit of a break it's it's a it's a it, you know it's a big thing for for a back and i think sean gave us that the other night and then like i said with craig and jack and, and other lads feeding off him and i think our kind of regression and work rate was really showing with jack's ball or that jack's goal in the second half because um you know he, he got he we, we got a goal out of kind of a a ball that was in and, and probably should have been cleared by Mullens Rangers that you're probably disappointed with, and um, but Jack turned it over and Craig turned it over inside and um, Jack flashed it to the net like and it probably justified our spirit during the game. So kind of like I said, Kevin, probably a lot of factors, maybe personnel positioning, but ultimately probably attitude, aggression, you know, work rate were the key things as well because your setup will get you so far, um, but definitely those were there was no comparison probably between. Between that game, maybe, and even probably the two previous games, in terms of how we how we approach the game that way, you know.
0: So the the last quarter, then, when Rangers cranked it up, is there a similarity? It's probably unfair to ask you this because I don't know if you actually weren't there. I don't think for the first quarter of Rangers and St Mullins. Gary, were you actually there for a second game before I asked this?
2: I wasn't. No, I wasn't there for it. Don't get <laughs> me started. <laughs> 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 he wanted to I've beat you.
0: I suppose what I was going to ask there was like, was there a similarity in and we see with the Limerick senior hurlers as well that they'll go through a particular quarter and just go up a gear and mm. teams will find it hard to match no matter what they do so did that actually happen in the last quarter do you think or mm. was there a drop off
1: from Killen as well well just to take it back a step I suppose just in, in the third quarter Kevin um, we had seven wides I think alone in that third quarter and I know Manchester Rangers hit wides too, you know. But it was a, you know, in fairness to them, in fairness to them, um, they hit a lot of bad wides, you know. what I mean, now some of them are in fairness, to our lads. We said about our work rate. Right? I, I I'd say we never got as many hoops and blocks in the game in terms of our aggression, in terms of our tackles. So obviously, made their shooting a little bit, you know, under pressure. But <clears throat> for for us to kind of push on and really probably to really seal that game, that third quarter was probably a place where we look at maybe where we had we, 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 our our shot selection was a little bit off. I think we had seven ways in that in, in that quarter and just one or two before half time. And that might've pushed us on a little bit. So I suppose coming into that last quarter, you know, we're four or five points up and probably the turning point was really, was Eddie Byrne's goal. And, you know, uh, it was like a, a free on the 65 out near the sideline. And you know, you know yourself and we all know, and, you know, you give Dennis Murphy a free in the 65, no matter where it is, if it's on the sideline, it's going over the bar or it's going dead anyway. And it happened to fall short in the 21 and in fairness Eddie burn you know and he ended up i think with one three in fairness and one night um he reacted first missed controls actually the first time brought it down to himself but brought it brought it away from 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 the play and absolutely lashed it to the net and i think that was a catalyst you know because we had really worked so hard to get in a position and now we're only kind of two points up and it kind of it, it did kickstart then a kind of a Mount Rangers revival. And it probably gave them a little bit of confidence that up to that stage that they were maybe lacking in. And I know that's strange when we're talking, you know, talking, you know, about that team in some ways, because it's probably a hallmark of of how they play in terms of, you know, but they were lacking a little bit. And uh, again, that was probably, it probably gave the likes we said, like, for the second goal, Patrick, like, took on a ball and, you know, maybe could have taken the handy option and, and popped it over the bar, and you know, but went and, and took and, and went for goal and kind of, you know, went for the juggler. um. it it wasn't probably that, you know, they did step it up obviously, but they kind of got, you know, the, they got the key scores to back it up. And I think the goal, that first goal, um, like I said, another night that was going over the bar and it was instead of being a three-point turn, it was kind of a one-point turn. And, you know, we, we, we kind of might have been on a different mindset for the puck out. But look, they took their scores in the last quarter. You, you can't give it, you can't give a team a sniff. It's the more than... Saint Mullins, uh, you know when they strike their purple patch, or nave Vaughan when they struck their purple patch in the first game as well, they're going to hit you for a lot of scores. And in f- in fairness to Mullins the Rangers, the, the hit is in that last quarter, and and if you know the kind of anything they nearly struck near the end went over, so you know it, it 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 was kind of one of those games. But I think our lads will take a huge amount out of that going forward into in the. Yep. Yeah, all right. I think Joe's
0: dropped on us for a sec. We'll throw him back out, and we'll we'll get him back in in a moment there. But, uh, yeah, so, there, like, there you have it. That's the, that's finally killing and Rangers, summed up. So, 218 to 211, I think it was. And then, Gary, E won 219 to 313. So, it segues us nicely into the weekend games. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the game that a lot of people probably have been waiting for, even though there's a good bit more at stake with the other one, perhaps, is Finaster and Rangers, Gary, because they're you're looking at a side there in by the sound that have made huge improvements and then you're looking at Rangers that are so solid but a lot of lads are saying and you never saying this anyway well a lot of lads are saying that like they they could see that being a cracker of a county final it might even transpire now the way fixtures and all end up and stuff like that and as I said to you, you will have a say about it of course but that is going to be a very very interesting game just to see where the level is for Bagnastown and Rangers now after getting that test last weekend off Ballonkiel and and a strong test that it's just a very interesting game. So I think that's Sunday at two o'clock inside Dr. Cullen.
2: Yeah, I think, look, to be honest, it, it will be a very good game. And I think Bagnastown
0: have,
2: you know, have improved tremendously over definitely even from last year, but you could even see, I suppose, from their first game last year to the last game that they played, um, last year as well like they improved game on game um and you know they're young they're hungry and they have a nice balance there of experience with like styler and and beanie and stuff as well so you know they they will be a threat um no matter who's playing them really um look rangers are are county champions and they're county champions for a reason Um, you know it's up to the rest of us now to to try to take that mantle off them but you know, I I think Backmanstown will will have a good crack off it. Of, uh, momentum is a big thing at the moment for them too. You know, they're they're flying really, they're they're getting their wins and they're putting in solid performances, you know, they're they're racking up good scores too, as our Rangers. So look, I, I think it will be a very close game. It'll be interesting too because um because I, I suppose the potential ramifications of topping the group or second or whatever way they're looking at it from from, from that. Um, but look, either way, I, I think them will, will definitely be going out to win it anyway. There's there's no two ways about that. Um, but it, it will be an interesting battle because, I suppose, probably different enough styles in one sense. Um, but, you know, I think, to, as I say, <laughs> or to be straightforward about, the, the best team and come out on top. But um, it, it is a tight one to call because... With that momentum and hunger that Bagnus Town have, um, you know, they will cause problems for for any team really. Um and having that confidence, like that's 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 earned, like, you know, and it's not something you, you just get flashy the pan stuff. They put wins back to back. Now, look Rangers will be confident too, they're they were probably from obviously I wasn't in at the game at the, the weekend, but you know they were probably under the cash by the sounds of things um, against Ballykinan a small bit. And look, they they do have that experience. They you know they they plenty of it and always have had it. Um but you know they were able to grind out the result. And I suppose if you look at the scoreline in the end, you'd probably say it looked comfortable, which probably wasn't a fair reflection of the game based on what what the lads are saying there. But. You know they they have that capability that they could blow you in a quarter and you know i suppose with, with ourselves you were trying to make 13 points back it's not easy and you know probably the final quarter the third quarter joe referred to there you know they just they put the foot on the pedal a bit and, and pulled away so you know they have the capabilities to do that but look if Bagnestown stay in the game for as long as they can um i think they will cause they will cause problems there too um, you know, from what I've seen of them this year, they're they're a never improve inside good attitude and look. They're as I said, they're young, hungry, um, and have the to be acuteness too with the experience that they have. So it, it will. It'll be a very good game. And uh, look, both of those teams are going to have a say as well. Come to business end. So yeah, we'll see how it pans
0: out. So just to confirm, to give the viewers and listeners a bit of context, then you're playing the losers of that one regardless that's fairly certain i think isn't
2: it yeah we we'll be playing the losers yeah because we'll we'll finish third i think yeah
0: yeah so that's that's where we're at with that one so joe and stevie i'll bring in on that then um gary actually give us a verdict there first say you go over andrews in this one
2: (laughs) (laughs) to to the wolves now you said you wouldn't back me into a corner Um, I
0: lied, I lied
2: yeah. Where's that it's I
0: used to have amnesia from the weekend lad. I couldn't remember saying that the earlier I'm uh, only getting paid
2: by the hour there I think so It's just up there uh, you know, I think. Uh, yeah. um, No look I think It is a very hard one to call I Just think Rangers experience might, might do it, but the other side too, I wouldn't be surprised if Bagnes Town pull out a result. So I, uh, I'm a bit like Joe now. I have splinters in my arse, to be honest.
0: <laughs> you would do what? You would do what? Not to give Rangers a word of like Daniel. Lad. That's the way you are. <laughs> <laughs> I <don't> know. <laughs> Listen, Joy, what's the story? What's Who's winning this one and why?
1: Right, Bagnes Town and Rangers. Um, right, who's winning it? Uh, I'd probably, probably share. Probably shared with with maybe Rangers just a little bit. Um, I think it'll be a massive acid test for for Bagonstown, You know, kind of really where you know where they're at. Like they have had three three good wins, and this will be, you know, like I said before, kind of stepping up, stepping at the whole time, and it'll be a big test for them. Um, it'll be a very interesting one. Um, but I think maybe maybe a little bit of uh, maybe physicality and that, and a little bit of cuteness, like what Gary said, that kind of road test. Testedness with, with Rangers might get them over the line, and I think they'll be looking to kind of flush. Um, I I wouldn't say they were you know overly happy with their performance against us, um, and I think they'll be looking to kind of back it, you know, to get that outer system um, and try to you know try get back on on the road again. Like I, I you know they won't fancy playing, they won't fancy no one will fancy losing and playing Saint Mullins, you know. So it's going to be an absolute skin and hair job, um, because you know any. You know i need a, whoever's going to be left has the potential to knock anyone anyone else out but i mean you know um i suppose they're you know like what gary said sam mums are in that semi-final now and um i think we're
0: losing you again joe unfortunately i don't know what's going on with the wife up there tonight but you have pack cody problems i think <laughs> uh we'll try to get back in there in a second Um, I think eventually he was going to say Rangers Uh, (laughs) I think so he he was
2: getting there I think that's why he started blurring out then he didn't want to call it
0: yeah yeah. so Stevie uh, who are you going with Um, and I suppose why you just to get to put it out there in greater context then as well I
3: suppose um, in a normal championship we call it a normal championship maybe two years ago or three years ago or ten years ago uh, if you had a top player in a second team, we we'll just say, for instance, it was Monester Rangers and South You could see one or the other. Maybe try know a few different ads in the game. Uh, because semi final might be for three or four weeks possibly. But the fact is, on the following week, as week on week, I don't think that's going to happen. Like, you know, you're going to have, I said, will have the, the 15 best hurlers there. Definitely going out. Uh, Munster Rangers, I nearly said the same. Uh, so. Last year's first game that we done on the the Power TV was Bagnstone and and Monmouthshire uh, Rangers. You now we commented oh, yeah, the whole game, but the game didn't go out. And knew when Clare Garda was texting me during the game, it wasn't to to send me a vote for Max Minsber or anything like that. So, uh, to that the, the, that was the day I actually looked at Bagnstone. I came up, they we're playing D team at the time. Like I know someone's had been in the Leinster final year before. Looking at. You'll find out a lot. about, the, And the score, two-something, like a big score, but when it's just score four, 20-something. And as Gary said, like, Magnuson improved every game after that in the in the championship. They Just Sam Hulland said, I know, I think can probably was the next one. They just didn't go hard lane in it. And this year they started, and, and they've started, built in last year, and continued on and on and on. And, on and they're where they are now. One-three games, oh three, And, uh, some people have said it's a free shot at the Monster Rangers. It isn't. It isn't. Uh, like the the winner goes tops the group. They're playing a domestic ball and killed in the semi final. Uh, that'd be unchartered on, on territory for uh In in a long time topping the group in the senior. uh ones Munster Rangers would be used to it. Uh The fact that the semi finals are on the week after. I I. It's, Eddie Bourne full forward. wherever he's going to be, I think a lot depends on how Bangson handle him, and a lot depends on how Bangson handle him is how Bangson get on further up the field. The ball going into the set to the, the Manchester Rangers forwards. Uh, the supply of ball going in has to be stopped going in. Uh, the the more quality they have going into that forward line, Chris knowns John Nones, these lads, will, you know, and they'll work hard for ball as well. Um, I, I think he was impressed with Bangladesh on the last day against Ballincillin. As I've seen him, they took their chances, but they took the right decisions at the right time. Uh, they probably won't have as much time against Monash Rangers to make that decision, and their decision making is going to have to be better again. Uh, on that, you're probably going to say, "Look, if it's if both teams play uh, much the way they're playing at the minute, there's going to be nothing in it." I'd probably give Month Rangers just a nod. But just it'd be interesting to see as a team how Bangingstone deal with Month Rangers uh both man on man and physically wise as well. You're probably looking at the Banglastone team is that bit uh average age, I'd say compared to Month Rangers, there's probably going to be three or four years on average, if not more. That how would it handle that on a fifteen fifteen, you know, man for man? That the, the physicality over the, over the whole field can to win all the, them battles where they have to be won. like Cephas, Keen Dial, and Eddie Burton for instance, or Alfie on Chris Nolan, or John Nolan. So I'd still I'd give on his range the nod, but it'd be interesting to see how uh, it works out, as in quarter by quarter, as you said, Kevin. Limerick coming a strong third in the match and they can blow someone over the water like Munch Rangers in the, the last quarter against Ballon where whether it was Ballon ran no legs. Mun Rangers Rangers got their you know they got their two goals. That that's a that's a trademark of theirs and often in games where they're looking like they're doing nothing and to put the game to bed. So I, I go Munster Rangers on just an all known form at the minute, as in what they have in the bank. Like obviously what Bagans would have in the bank at the minute is their three games They're coming up now, they're coming up the ladder, they're coming up another step of the ladder, and this is going to tell a lot about them. And I I, I go up on Leicester Rangers by no more than three, four pints, but don't be surprised if it's it's a stutter way, but I'd I'd still say that they should edge it Mm -hmm. on all known form, over, I mean, over, not just over the last four or five weeks hurling, but more or less over the last five, ten years hurling.
1: If you if you are wondering, sorry, Stevie, to cut you across it, like probably what they'll obviously try to be doing is cutting out that space for them quick forwards, small Storms, Rangers. And in fairness, you know, I, I know all, all teams are playing the kind of uh, you know the loose six or the you know the six is able to drop back and sweep, you know, not a full time sweeper, but you know like the way I said, m- most teams are operating now, and I think Dermot Byrne, um, you know, has really slipped into that role really well. He could have a big impact on the game because. You know, um, I think he'll he'll kind of sit deep and, and kind of once pr- to protect the full back line, but he you know he might he might cut out some of those options for that fast quick ball in, um, into Baginton and and it'll you know they they might have to kind of reinvent where you know maybe they're scoring from further out the field and you know yeah. it might, it, maybe that battleground might might be somewhere where where Mont Leicester Rangers might come out on top in terms of, you say, like... Well, I, of I'm
0: going but... to draw a spanner in the works now. What if Jamie Clark goes centre forward and runs at Dermot Bourne the same way as James Dial did? And all of a sudden, Dermot has to actually turn and track. And he doesn't have the luxury of sitting. Can they get bodies back quick enough to uh, to maybe cover who Dermot is supposed to be marking? And in doing so, you're leaving a Beanie Dial free in the middle if you do that. after there's a body coming back, it's either a Beanie Dial free or a Jack McCullough free. So, mm. there's a few different variables here now. And we saw it with style in the second half for a little while he was running at the and there was a bit of hassle and then they sorted it out there was a sweeper I think because I think he might bring up brought a lad there Gary and obviously I think Jack Ryan and a remember who else was coming over onto James and allowed Dermot to uh, come back and sweep so that could be a possible spanner in the works I don't know if they like Jamie Clark running directly regardless of if there's a sweeper or not because later have to foul him or there will be a man inside so I might not actually have to be the direct ball even though there is a threat in there
1: yeah, the only thing about, what, like I said, is that they are, you know, they are masters of that kind of middle, that middle ground. You know, like the likes of Paul and Gary Lawler, and these lads will drop, and even their half forward line will come back really deep to do what they did. I, I think, I just think they'll they'll try make it into a battleground there, and and not let, you know, not avoid that kind of running game from Bagnastown, and, and try to call that they're used to their speed, like you know, because you get that ball into that inside line, they'll do damage with quick ball, but um it's going to be intriguing RHA and I don't think there will be a whole lot in it like because there's no shadow boxing while both qualified, you know um they'll be looking to looking to to get you know top of the pile and and and, and insert their dominance kind of
0: yeah and two points on it I think funnily enough I know you, you you've kind of mentioned the battle in Rangers and stuff but I think on will want to make this a battle and try to make mm-hmm. this a battle and they have guys there that will get stuck in and they like that kind of stuff like they won't shy away from it this is a different on side where if you go back years ago, there's a whole thing about town teams where I don't want to play a nice knee hurdle. they don't get stuck in. These lads do get stuck in. There's an element of that in them, like so the other the other last point that I'm going to make is I do think Rangers will win this, right? But I do think there's actually honest pressure on both, even though they're already true. I'll tell you yeah. why. Because for Rangers, if they don't win it, they don't want to be playing set as a semi-final. And for Binestown, if they don't win it, all of a sudden momentum has gone a little bit, and there's pressure going to that semi-final. You Know what I mean? So yeah. there's little there's a little bit in this, even though it's not so much as I don't think it's a it's a free shot for board or a free passer, for board. Yeah. there's a, there's a little bit in this one now, and that's what makes it all the more interesting. Um so look, we're gonna to have to move on to the next one, lads, just with time and stuff. And look, sure. This is a not go game. Let's be honest about it. Uh, that's a three thirty, I think, Joe. That's and Killing, obviously, and one here we're talking about. Um so uh yeah, look, it's something that we kind of thought might have might have happened uh just about over the last couple of weeks it has transpired that way so where are both sides on it like um you know we, we've touched briefly on Nave One. M- maybe start with Nave One. actually we've done a lot of bit a lot of talking about Ballon killing already so we haven't done much about Nave One in, in in the fact that you are saying there's a lot of younger lads coming on board uh and they've made we have mentioned the improvements and stuff but just maybe articulate that a little bit more and, and balance out this one for us
2: I think, uh, yeah, I I think. Look, from what I I was seeing in now at the weekend, um, I think they they have a lot of confidence off the second half performance that they they put in against us in particular. Um, you know they they did they cause they caused problems and you know they they got scores and they were impressive. They were intense, you know, in, in their tackle, or physical side, but they're well able to move and. You know, if you have the likes of Dwayne Cabinet and stuff that you, you can pull off the bench for experience too when the game's in the melting pot, um, you know, that's that's definitely worth its weight in gold as well. But you know, they they've a few nice forwards there. I not look, I haven't seen um Just Dean Sly, is it? But I've I've heard about him I suppose and I heard he's a good hurler. Um and look, if he's back in the mix he's a free taker for them as well. Um you know that's another forward to their Arsenal then. So, um, but like the, I, I think it it will be an interesting game. It'll be a physical game, I think. Um, and look, it's, it's not go hurling at the end of the day. But I, I, I think Michel or you know with with Brian Tracy there as well. Um, like they they'll be revved up and you know John Michael is always a target for puckouts But they seem to be comfortable playing a char too if they want. Um, you know which which is something that. They mightn't have been traditionally known for you know they always had big ball winners um and they would be tend to be more direct but they do seem to have that now that they can play it out from the back if they wish um and you know they they do have plenty of movement inside as well so look I, I think it'll be interesting but on the flip side then with, with Ballon Killen I suppose Sean Murphy is a big asset if he's back um from what you're saying Joe um and you know they they have movement and pace inside as well so. It it'll probably be interesting out around the, the kind of middle of the field and what what kind of game both sides are looking to play. Um whether Ballon Killen were probably going for a game through the hands, I suppose. Uh maybe in the first couple of games that I've seen, but now that Sean Murphy's there they may tend to go more direct possibly. Um, you know, and that that worked well for them last year in fairness. Um, and as I said, Michel can kind of go both ways now the way they're they're set up. So it will be it'll, it'll be very interesting.
0: And you're tilting towards Gary. <laughs> um, I
2: think I think just from what I saw, Michael Look, I haven't seen enough of Ballenkin and Bar the first game that we we played them, but from what I saw, kind of Mitchell last week i think i would probably just say slightly with with Michael on that but look Ball and have obviously bought a, a big big performance last week too and um, that i didn't see so i can't i can't judge them i suppose but just on, on what i've seen I, i'll go with Michael, i suppose
0: stevie yeah
3: you've only seen um i haven't seen michael um Perry Hines you now is one. I, I know not Choo chose back. Um, Perry would say it would be a. I wouldn't say a younger version probably, but a, a different, more, more hurling version. But I, 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 they need to get more old likes of Perry Hines this week. I, I think um, two or three points at least. off From Jack Tress, jaw's been saying been playing well. And, and these that Rory Dunbar got a couple of points need the weekend. Um, Michael, uh, look, last year Ross Smithers had to pull it out of the fire in the, the match against Magnestone, he had kind uh, of single-handedly dragged him through in the last five minutes. It, like this year, I think Michael's biggest problem in one way is the Villa lads are on the same, they could leave all four and bring on four different lads and, and there's not much of a difference in performance, but um, the, the Scott Chase, you know, got two goals the weekend, he, he, he's back in... A bit of formal we'll call it after, after that. Adam Kenny, like he he was going back for intermediate then the last year. Uh, I know he was taking a freeze for Dean Slight was missing whether he'd be back the weekend. I don't know. Someone say Owen Hose was injured. Um, did he go off last year? Or did he play? He
1: got hurt that fight
3: loss as well. But um, after 20, was it? Yeah. Yeah,
1: after
3: yeah, um, so like I I slightly side with Nev Owen. Um just I, I thought I thought they might do Sam last weekend, but of course I, I, after talking to Michael Michael Kio for five minutes long Sam I should have cottoned on that most was going to be starting, not just coming on for five minutes at the end of it. So uh that that, that rolled up my bet when I put it on was one out to three points, I think. So um yeah, I I will just give Nav on the nod. Uh that like they would be in a similar position last year, down to the last game. Have they learned enough from that? They might have. Maybe they, they won't have. But, uh, you know, the fact that David English is back along with Dion Wall in, in the half-back line would have strengthened up Ballon Killing that much more. So, it, it could be anything that, like, with Sean Murphy playing. If he's getting them runs in, if if are if not stopping him, travelling through, if he gets a run of steam got three points last day, you know, he could... And then again, he could be left in full four and get a ball direct and he runs straight at goal... Like Brian Tracy's been stopping a, a lot of shots there the last couple of games. So, he, you know, he's been... Moise was probably the best player in the last couple of games and, and, and they haven't been winning games. And he's, you know, if you're going to be looking down that end again that, that the goalie's going to be one of your best players, it's not a good ask either. But I, I'll just give Nevon the, the not be maybe two points, two or three points.
1: Right, Joe, step up. Yeah, sure. No pain commentating. Apparently, Nevon are going to win. <laughs> um... I know. Uh, right. Um, just look. I'm, I I think I, I I'm I'm going to side with Ballon killen but it'll give me a reasons behind it. Um, not pure oh, pure loyalty, I suppose. But um, I I think the last like last weekend, both teams had two good performances, right? And I think one simple thing probably killed both teams at <coughs> the weekend. I think Gary might maybe flick back if he flicks back his mind that maybe, you know, had a lot. of, I won't say bad wides, but maybe crucial wides when when they were probably level with yourselves, Gareth, to to go into the lead. I think they drew drew back level, which is not right, and and they didn't they didn't they might yeah. um and the same again in the game against Munster Rangers, and I suppose we were we were guilty of the same as well um guilty of the same about against Sam Mullins. I think the first day, Gary, you yeah. know we hit a lot of, you you remember as well. We both so both teams are both teams have been very you know have been guilty of poor shooting, and I know it's a very simplistic thing, but. I suppose poor shooting at key times and and making poor chases with their shot selection, and um, I you know I think whoever whoever comes good with that uh, will have a big say. I think in terms of personnel, um, like probably had like like I said the, the 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 couple of changes that we had and with lads coming back in, um, you know me hauling the edge of the square gives a big physical presence for for Ball and Killen and. Probably Dion out in the half back line. He, you know, he had a very good game at the weekend, and he might be maybe marsh or maybe detailed to Marshall John Michael or you know maybe himself or David. Yeah, uh, probably maybe even Dion. Maybe in terms of maybe physicality or whatever else. But um, you know, so Balkill might be looking to target, which I think they did against Munster Rangers. They they kind of picked certain certain aspects of their, of their opposition's play and maybe players and and, and targeted key men for that. Um. I suppose for an Owen, like, you know, again, um I don't know what way Dean Sly is, but he he tipped over three points against uh Manchester Rangers in that in their in their the other game from play and he was a good free taker. Now in fairness to Adam Kenny, um, you know, he did not nothing wrong with the freeze the last day and he got a goal from play as well. Um their inside line looked well. I mean Scott Scott Tracy got two goals the last day and and, and looked kinda of sharp for for a young lad coming in. So, you know, Killen has to be under toes there, maybe you know, maybe um Oan, maybe again not surmising, but maybe Owen captain maybe could be could be de- deployed maybe back into the full back line where he might have been used in the half back line before. So I think I think Owen Larkin and he and his and his um Lenny and, and Tony Meany will you know be trying to maybe to to make the matchups right in there. Um, I suppose on the flip side, right? I know we, we talked maybe about uh, you know at the end, uh, having Sean Murphy in there. Um, but like you know getting the ball into him is another thing, and in that middle that middle ground, and even out in the half back line. Uh, I have to say, I thought in the game against, um, against Sam Mullins, like Sam Mullins didn't turn. When, when Meister were putting under pressure, they were kind of controlling around the middle. Or, you know, the, Sam Mullins weren't able to turn balls through their half-back line in middle ground. And the middle of the battlefield. And I think that's going to be a key area for them as well, uh, you know, this weekend. Um, you know, cabinet chap was, was quite good out there. And, and Ross, had, you know, had a great battle with James Dyle as well. And these are all going to be lads who are going to have an influence. I think in the, in their inside line um we mentioned you know for ballon we with jack tracy there but i know we, we spoke about mouse's return and i think he hit whatever he hit at the weekend one six or one whatever he hit but um i think michael Cavan had a good a, a very good game on him as good as you can have on a player of his quality and he could be he could be detailed as well maybe to pick up um you know maybe jack tracy or one of our inside line, maybe craig wall as well pro- possibly craig wall um in terms of you know pace and hurling so It'll be interesting to see what both managers do in terms of uh, in terms of their their team selection. Um, why am I why am I plumbing for Ballon Killen? Well, I, I, I look. I, I think we we, you know, why, why last weekend was a free shot for us. Ultimately, even if we'd beaten Mullinstar Rangers, um, you know, made no difference. Came down to this game after after the first game mm-hmm. was won by Sam Mullins, and I think our attitude was bang on. That you know the lads didn't kind of look at it as a free shot. They looked at at it. Kind of redemption, they could have just thrown you know, thrown their hat and and be steamrolled, but they didn't. They they raised their game significantly, and I think we took a lot of lessons and a lot of heart out. I I just hope you know, maybe if there's any niggling doubts about it with our lads in terms of finishing the game, you know, maybe they might say, Oh, god, you know, we we finished, we didn't finish in the last quarter as well as we could, but I, I, you know, I, I don't think that's a fair reflection of that game. Um, but it will be a massive battle, um i do think and stevie made a good point there as well that nevon maybe you know have have maybe a couple you know the, the, their, their options there they seem to have a lot of options and with a good strong intermediate team whether they'll strip you know maybe one or two lads off that panel as well because like we said ultimately it's a quarter final at the weekend um i do think having sean and maybe craig and maybe jack tracy or these lads you know further in, into goal and maybe having a uh, a kind of a hard working and and deeper half forward line might suit Ballenkillin because, you know, maybe our half back line, the likes of Dion and David, can launch direct, you know, be it high, long, whatever sort of ball into that full forward line, knowing that it might stick, and that we might get a little bit of joy out of that. Um, but I think it's going to be very, very hard to call, very close to call. Um, but I think I'll, I'll, I'll say I'll give Killen a, a, nod this weekend.
0: Right. Well, I feel very poorly place to call this on because i haven't seen myself play at all so i'm going on hearsay really and reports and stuff but from the outside in it seems that there's more they're getting consistent performances even if they're not getting victories so like in all those games they were competitive i think maybe if you go back through it correct me if i'm wrong now did bannister beaten by the most the highest margin out of everyone what the correction on that? Uh batting some bit
1: by seven or eight points, I think, wasn't it? In the yeah, end, was a 370 to one sixteen or something?
0: So there's five or six in it then between them and Rangers, was there? I think. Uh four. 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 Right, okay. And did the there's three in it. So like they're in games, do you know what I mean? Whereas you look at periods of like and Gillen were desperate when I saw them. In the first game, I can't really comment on it, it wasn't that but they're by eight. They played very well the last day. So, I don't know. I mean, again, I find... I, w- I would rather see Meisel before I make this call. But I think Michel might just do it. Might just do it. I think they've a bit to prove. And I'd say they're sick of getting run off for the last two years and people talking shy about them, to be honest. Um, I don't mean us now specifically, but they're not. They're they're getting a bit annoyed with this, I feel. And I think there's actually a performance in them, a big, big performance in them. So, mm. I'm just going to give it to them, just about. So, look um a couple of bits and bobs to get through I never mentioned the sponsors at the start of the episode we are going to go to the harder or harder the week there as well uh but and precast thanks are our sponsors so I want to give them a shout out as well the logo is up in the corner but we wanted to be able to we want people to be able to hear it as well on the podcast which you will get up there in the next um half hour hour um again sleep is that premium haven't slept for a while now at this stage but look at to, and to keep the people happy we have to do that um but harder so harder the week then yeah um, again, I'm putting out a disclaimer. I don't know I'm hand after part of this. Uh, oh, how, would able, how, how
1: would I be able to take a horror like uh, yeah. uh, hang me out to dry? That's it. So, we're all in this together, lads. We're all in this together.
0: Hold on, I was going to say Gary Pote nominees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: oh, that's what
0: I
2: mean. Hang I, out. That's what I mean. Out, no, hang uh, out, no. Gary. I'm yeah. person in all this this year. Full time gig. Listen, the way
0: the way it is, uh. Joe's going to give the winner a bottle of and the Mars but I think, yeah. Anyway. But no, listen, yeah. Joe. Look, the, the, four, the four nominees put out there. So we've got right. Tracy and everyone. We have if it's partially good money. Well, can,
1: can I? yeah, Can I? Can I just come in back out for two seconds before
0: you announce
1: you the winner? All right. Well, I'm not announcing the winner. I was announcing the nominees. But sir, interrupt <laughs> me
0: there if you want. <laughs> you work away. You work. You work away. I, 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 go on. Right. We Sorry got. Enough. We got. We got you're we got your we got your two. Miscot Tracy, one. Pikachu Patrick yeah. from Rangers, Craig Wall, and Killen and Marty Cavendish at wollens
1: Now Joe, in you come. Now, just to say what we did was we we picked one from each team, um, because there was a lot of good performances. And uh I suppose just going out through them there, the first game, um just g- giving you my rationale of why I picked certain players, because there's a lot of like there's a lot of fantastic talent and view. Obviously Gary included there. Better say that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um I know. but look there was a lot of there's a lot of massive tussles like um like same for the first game i suppose why where i did pick mouse apart from you know he, he clipped over good points to play but big players win big games and uh, for, for anyone who wasn't maybe at the game probably the deciding goal what was the margin at the end was it wasn't scored by by mouse but it was a, a long ball probably one of very few in that period that was getting through that mouse back line. And it got, it got played diagonally across to him and he won a great ball over um Michael Kavanagh's head and he turned and gave a hand pass off to I think it was a John Dale Gary got John that. John
2: Dale, yeah.
1: Dyle, yeah, and John buried it. And that was the deciding score. And there was other players there on, on for both teams um who hurled really well. From Aisel, um I, I even could have given Michael Kavanagh a nomination from Aichel, who hurled on, on Mouse then a massive tussle. And um, you know, he, he you know, he hurled really well. I think he might he actually made it come up the field himself and, and got a score, but um, he had a great game as well on him, and he's a fine hurler as well. But I just picked out Mouse for St Mullins in that game because of, um, I suppose, the key man for the key moment. And um, you know, other lads had great games as well there. Uh, Michael Scott, Tracy, again, Adam Kenny had a good game. Um, you know, he scored whatever he hit his freeze, and he got you know he got a goal in the and the point of play in that. Um, Brian Tracy as well. I think we're probably just so used to Brian, like we said the first day, being superb, superb that he nearly take it for par now. I picked Scott because again. Uh, getting the, the getting the goal, you know that kind of he followed in a loose ball at the end of the first half and just got a flick, um, a flick to the net for the first goal, and, and that kind of gave him something to aim for, um, in the second half. And again, he took his second goal really well, and it was just it was good to see a, a younger lad stepping up like that. But you know they had other performances there, um, and in the other games then in in, our, in ourselves in Munster Rangers game, well I picked for Patrick again for for I suppose you know his direct. Well, not quite his direct opponent himself and Kevin McDonald were kind of switching a lot in the half forward lane. Um, but his direct opponent had a fantastic game for Ballon Killen as well, which was Dion Wall, or who was Martin at some stage. But, but in fairness to Fibra, um, he's a young man, and he took he got a great point in the first half to steady the ship when maybe others were you know, things weren't going for them. And like I said, I think it was just a, a, a big, a good sign of a player when you know, when things were tight that he stood up and he nailed the goal, and probably it was the goal that that kind of really sealed the deal or got, got them really going or motoring in, in that last quarter for Mullinster Rangers. And that's why I picked him. Eddie Byrne had a fine game for him. He hit 1-3. You know, he got the first goal. Again, I suppose, like I said, with Brian Tracy, we're just probably used to Eddie having big games and doing things. And that's why I probably edged for Faker there. And I suppose, lastly, for Craig Wall for Ballin Killen. Again, um, we had a lot of good performances. Um, You know, Jack Tracy had a fine game. Dion, we said, uh, David English and so on. But I just thought Craig really set the tempo up, up front for our forwards um, with the start that he did. And he was probably unlucky for another goal as well. And it was good for him and good for us to see that he was prepared to go, you know, go for the juggler early. And, and even a second time as well, he just flashed the ball, a bit, you know, inches wide. And he was a constant threat. And um, I just thought just th- that was my rationale behind picking them. But there was plenty of other lads in, in contention for, for the other teams anyway, you know.
0: Stevie, I feel compelled to ask you for the drum roll, seeing as all those knives were coming from your place last week. I don't hear the washing machine in the background. There's a drum inside in that. But uh, (laughs) uh, in fairness, you're going to be quieter tonight, which we're we're grateful for. We don't hear any dogs in the background. We don't hear any partners in the background. We don't hear any washing machines in the background. And there's no one cutting sticks either. Um, You you can give us your best drum roll impression there if you want to. But uh, I'll I'll line up this here anyway. And we did, of course, put this out. (laughs) That'll do we did have the, what do you call it, Twitter poll. And in the end, you, the listener, and the viewer had decided that Ficus Patrick is this week's harder of the week. So Joel will be in touch with the bottle of cadet in the bars bar in due course. Uh, <laughs> I think we are getting in trouble for that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, come here. Fair play to the chap, but I'm going to put it out there on record because he played the first intermediate game, I think, against Neil Breed And to come up and make a contribution like that as a chap, like, you know, fair play. So... There we have it. Uh, we're at the AOB part of the meeting here, lads. I don't think, is there anything else to go through before we wrap it up?
1: Yeah. Uh, no. We'll have to start nominating.
3: We'll have to start nominating backs and goalkeepers. We've nominated seven lads so far. I think they've all been. Uh, I, 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 don't know Gary Bennett too well, but I'm going to say this now one anyway, Like that, um. Jamie Carragher's line uh, about Gary Neville: No one wants to be a Gary Neville as a <laughs> right back, but uh, we, 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 does not anyone want to be a Gary Bennett? <laughs> to be we'll, though, no nominations it. for the backs
1: or the goalkeepers. Uh, well, what about where about being a Gary Bennett on the hurling pitch, off the pitch? Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> that's not children. That's not a life you want to lead. Oh, yeah. no. oh, <laughs> Keep no. a PG. All yeah. because uh, because uh, a PG after
0: twelve do you, do you want the right to reply there, Gary, before we wrap it?
2: No, I think I, I let Joe have his moment in the sun. I, I'll get him then <laughs> when, uh, when he's least expecting it. But, uh, no, look, I enjoyed it. And thanks very much for having me. But, uh, no, I wouldn't recommend cornerback to anyone. <laughs> full, full forwards where it's
1: at, lad. Full forwards where it's
0: at. <laughs> in fairness, Gary, I, I recall Joe. you, I don't know, was it a minor final or 21's final? You went to town playing corner forward. Uh, is that right? It's going intermediate, actually, it was
2: intermediate. intermediate. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Um, yeah, but I'd say for I heard I think if it was one year or maybe two year. Then senior, I would have been in the forwards as well. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I suppose they just they didn't like the small man in the, in the corners so of to Throw him down the other end of the field. But yeah, I know,
1: yeah. I, you, did, you uh, didn't want to show up. You didn't want to show up the likes <laughs> of James Dale and Mouse up there Or what you
3: can do. So
2: that's yeah. it. That's it. They were hitting too much low ball, not enough high ball. Well, it's, it. It,
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you
3: go, a fair history um, if, a Fair history of uh small cornerbacks in Sam Bullens with Eugene McDonald and, uh, and I'd say your your coho the same plot. He I'd actually to be honest with you, it was
2: actually it was actually Eugene who had us, I think it was under fourteen or sixteen, and he was the one that put me back there at the time. So uh he must have saw something. Now, I think I was even taller than him at that stage. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what I'm claiming, aren't you? Actually, <laughs> I have a, a good one, actually, for you. Because um, he actually texted me yesterday when he saw I was going on this. Uh, Peter Dial from Bagnellstown. Um, So I didn't know, I suppose, I didn't know he was Keane's father until this year, He really, lived with the county. And it was, what year was it, 2014 County Semi-Final. We were playing Bagness Town, and Peter was in corner forward. I was in corner back, the opposite side of the field. And first ball came in anyway. And uh, I think it was about three minutes gone or something. And I went down to pick it and Peter came in from the side, absolutely upended me, man ball, hurled broken half and so did me collarbone. But I only knew that it was this Peter Dyle fella, anyway. I went in with the county, anyway, and I was Saint Lazar, do, do you know this Peter Dyle fella? And uh, he was like, Jeez, that's my father. I said, he must have had you when he, when he was about 12, anyway. But when the <laughs> when the county finished up, then, anyway, we went up to Bagnestown and had a few pints, and I actually met him there. Um... So in fairness to him, he's a sound he's man, and a bit of a character. I know he's a selector there at Wagnerstown now this year. So anytime I see him, I have a good bit of crack. But he texts me, he said uh, he said he wanted me to call out my toughest opponent as as him. So uh, I, I said, no, he was the hurdler that I wanted to be like. So yeah. that's that's what I was going with. But uh, it was a funny old story you now that came out of the year in fairness.
0: You do, you do have an odd one or two, Gar. Uh, maybe not fit for a podcast, even though we're very liberal <laughs> here. But, <laughs> maybe uh, yeah. maybe, maybe some other stage, we'll, uh, we'll see what the crack is. Uh, listen, come here, Gar. Best of luck yeah. in the semi-final, all right? Thanks for Thanks very much. And uh, listen, Joe, Stevie, as always, thanks a mil. Great crack. Um, do okay. get in touch with us, lads. We had the banner running there. Sorry, no, Gary, if this ends up hiding yep. you, but uh we are on social media.
1: Yeah, he's, he's not that small Kevin in front? Hold Ah, here no. no. He's not that small.
3: <laughs> but hold over Jones inner. So, Is covering so the 16 sure. or 13. <laughs> you, you,
0: you were saying something both being um, big players, uh big players performing forward big days. So like you said that's fairly harsh on Ben, you know, <laughs> never.
1: Um, um, good man. one. He's a good one that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely. Are
0: you <laughs> really kidding? Fair. Fair play, lads. You're, you're a great crack at fairness. But you can get us, of course, on social media at the left wing back or email us if you want. Left wing back podcast at gmail.com. And thanks once again to our sponsors, Corcoran Precast. Thanks. We leave it there. We'll get the uh, episode up on Spotify and Apple and all whenever we can. It's getting late now. It could be the morning, lads. and won't lie. But uh, thanks, to everyone, for tuning in. And we'll chat to you again soon. And best of to everyone at the weekend. Yeah. Thanks, lads. Thanks, lads. 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 Bye bye. Uh,